The views expressed in the Stolen Droids podcast are those of the hosts, and not necessarily those of sponsors or affiliates. TrekRadio.net or KryptonRadio.com. Hello and welcome to Stolen Droids podcast episode number 76. I'm Schmitty. I'm Stark. I'm Zoner. And I'm Zook. And uh, we come to you on this wonderful September. Yay, it's hey. They didn't really make any sense, but I'm incredibly tired, so don't expect too <laughs> yeah, much. I wonder why. <laughs> I have to keep mining. <laughs> and here I thought you were a lumberjack. Well, um, shout out to our hey, friend. Well, he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, oh that he works was all night and he sleeps all day. That <laughs> was thirty-eight seconds to a sausage. <laughs> Shout out to our friends. Hey, we're first not the off. one who wear women's clothing. Trekradio.net, cryptonradio.com, <laughs> openbookaudio.com, and stitcher.com. At least let's get us through the sponsors. Wow, have, have we managed to completely derail ourselves already? Yep. Already? He is hasn't that, even gotten the sponsors out and you guys are interrupting him. Is that, is that some sort of record for us? Until next time. Cheers. <laughs> okay, so, we do, need, we do need to get on. We have a lot of headlines, actually, which is funny because none of the headlines happened. We didn't write anything into the, the show notes until, like, this morning, I swear. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was. It's been a busy, busy day for for nerd news. Not it's a really busy one, week. It's been one of those things where where we find it and then we shoot it to ourselves in an email. It's like, oh, I better hurry and get this in the notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, and I haven't even prioritized these, so this is going to be completely random. So this is the random show. Well, here's and by random. Random. He means fun. Here's the first random headline, and this is random. And I saw this. And I'm like, that is the most ingenious argument ever. Bruce Willis, the actor, that actor, is currently in a legal, um, I don't want to say battle, but he is in the middle of proceedings with Apple Inc., Apple Computers. Did, did, did he have a patent that Apple trolled on or something? <laughs> that would, No, no, he's actually suing, I don't know if he's suing them, I don't know what, quite what the right word is, but the terms of service of iTunes is such that when he dies... He wants to leave his music collection to his children. Which, you know, hey, that makes sense. If you have a huge record collection or a huge CD collection and you want to will it to your children, you can do that. He wants to will his iTunes collection to his kids. This is dad's music. This is his collection of music. This was the music he was into. However, the Apple terms of service are such that if you die, everything you bought from them reverts back to Apple ownership. Haven't we talked before in the past about this whole, you know, tangent, non-tangent ownership issue? Well, yeah, but it was in different shows? ways then. It was, it was, you know, if they shut down the DRM server, suddenly you can't play it. Or if they change their terms of service, you can't play it. We've never talked about the actual idea of passing on ownership onto someone else. Well, I, I mean, okay. it makes perfect sense that one would be able to do such a thing. Yeah, they but paid, why is they, it they just paid now that this, for it? Yeah, why is this just now coming out as a as an argument? Is what I'm wondering because it's well, Bruce Willis. <laughs> well, one, yeah, it's Bruce Willis, and two, I'm thinking that when I die, my kids are going to get my MP3 player because I'm not crazy enough to own any Apple products and drink the Kool Aid. 
And they're going to say, oh, cool, I have Dad's MP3 player and probably either keep the music they've got on there or they're going to delete it off. You know, most of the time we're going to hand it over to the next person. And and, and, and I'm pretty sure Apple or whoever it would be, is gonna, they're not even going to know it's been transferred over to somebody else. Unless you know, that, I mean, how, how, would they, how would they know Bruce Willis's kids have gotten his music? Well, they, they're going to know that Bruce Willis dies. If If I die, they're not going to know. So... Bruce Willis dies. Is somebody from Apple going to knock on their door and say, we need to make sure that all of your stuff is now erased from Mr. Willis? I don't know. You know, I, I wonder if it hasn't it hasn't come up yet because this technology is still fairly new. A couple yeah, decades. Just last week we were talking about the advancements and adoption of technology. Guess what? Legal teams get to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the concept of ownership is definitely not caught up with the whole idea of this new digital age. Well, and it it seems to me like um, into, er, as, uh, jerks, I guess would be the term, like the RIAA. Um, they're they're trying to completely nullify any sense of ownership that we have. Anyways, and so it this this seems like a logical step for them in my mind to say once you die, too bad you can't, you know, you're done. Mm-hmm. We will come over and take back all the DVDs that you bought from us, except for Money Path and the Holy Grail. Yeah, yes. that, I think that's actually passing into common. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let oh. us hope. Yeah, in Battlefield Earth, no one wants that anyway. Um, into Facebook news. Facebook is rolling out a new type of ads. One that my ad blocker may not be able to stop. And one that a lot of privacy people are now kind of going, wait a second, weren't we kind of forewarning about this? Yeah, okay, so you all remember, right, I'm, I'm speaking to the listeners in Radioland, uh, when Facebook started uh, heckling us to get our email information and our phone information, well, it wasn't so that so they, they could, could reset their the accounts, so we could have better security on the accounts, or so you know your your contact information be updated. Yeah, no. Now they're rolling out email and phone based ads. Hmm. That's where they got that information from, people. They got it from you. That's what email rules are for. Yeah, but how do yeah, you do an SMS rule? Okay, how, let me let me tell you this. I do know that when I get telephone calls from. Uh, call centers illegally to my cell phone I have now set up a new rule that, that says it's, it's just called AAA do not call and essentially when anybody somebody calls in and I don't recognize the number and I do a google search on that phone number I'll, and I see it's from a call center I'll go ahead and edit to that and it immediately goes straight to voicemail it doesn't even make my phone ring yeah those are awesome you know what but, you actually can do and Schmidt is the one who showed me this google voice you can yeah. set up incoming call rules on google voice you can record different Incoming messages, and actually, you can even use Google Voice to have to play the dis, dis, uh, discontinued number signal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> well, actually, and they even go as far calling, as they're not calling my Google Voice number, unfortunately. So they're calling my regular cell number. Oh, that doesn't matter. If you're if you're if you have an Android phone and you have Google Voice integrated with your phone, it'll do it uh, as well with your yep. regular number. Yep. Um, and Google Voice even goes one step further, and they have a crowdsourced uh, spam list, and they'll automatically screen numbers, calls, and texts from those numbers um, 
actively. So if you have if you have that option turned on in the settings, so it's, it's pretty cool. Google Voice is awesome. You know, this might be a, an article uh, that we want to put on the site, a kind of how-to about Google Voice, because it's still a feature that isn't used by most people. Even a lot of uh, Google followers, Google, Googleites, Googleites. Yeah. There is yeah. no way to say Google follower. <laughs> Google loopies. Google fanboys. <laughs> Google boys. Googleies. Like, you can't say Googlers because Googlers are the uh, people Everyone. that work at Google. So. <laughs> oh, I thought Googlers was someone who Googles stuff. Or oh, I'm thinking of the wrong word. What's the? Uh, anyway, they call themselves something at the Googleplex. I think it's Googlers. Huh. Anyway, anyway, sausage. Okay, so Marissa Mayer uh, name may not ring a bell. Speaking she, of Google, it uh, should sh- ring a bell. Because we, uh, we talked about her. Yes, we, we did. She is the new Yahoo CEO, the one formerly, uh, she was a VP over Google Mobility, or Google Mobile, uh, and, and we wished her a lot of luck in her new ventures at Yahoo. Um, she may not be off to the greatest start right now. Uh, had a bit of an awkward time last weekend when she um, released their CMO without telling the CMO. Well, and you know, it's... it's She's not just being a jerk here. Um, when a new CEO comes into power, it is generally felt that the high-ranking executives will be replaced at some point. Um, they just don't anticipate finding out 10 minutes before the announcement that they've been replaced is made while they're on vacation. <laughs> but in all fairness, you know, she did still offer the person to remain at Yahoo, yeah. which I don't know that I would, but hey, uh, to yeah, each their own. Yeah, the, the poor CMO, the previous CMO, was put in place by Carol Bartz, and she was on vacation, and she was called ten minutes before the news broke. They had already hired the new person, they had extended the job offer, that person had accepted it, everything was awesome. They hadn't yet told the old one that uh, her job was even looking to be replaced. Oops. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah. That's a little awkward, don't you think? Slightly, yes. Very slightly awkward. Oh, well, I'm I'm sure it'll work out well. Um, Well, that's why she's a CEO and not me, because I probably would have done things very differently. Yes, that is the only difference, Honor. You're absolutely (laughs) right. (laughs) She makes me feel like such a failure. She's my age, and she's worth millions. Yeah. Um, Into copyright news, because we never get enough of that stuff, right? Okay, so next week, and we're going to get into more into phone launches here, because this was a busy week for that. But next week, Apple is announcing their iPhone 5. We think, hint, hint, wink, wink. There's been enough leaks out there that pretty much everyone in the know already knows what the phone looks like. And most Did of they have stats. to find out via San Francisco bar or anything? No, no, they're, no, they're but they had stuff. to sue Samsung over it. There were there were a whole <laughs> bunch of leaks from the factory itself. Well, these prototypes have been making the rounds now for months. So much so that a company in China has come out with an Android-based one that looks identical to it, called the Goog Phone. Oops. 
and they're planning to sue Apple. Because <laughs> even though they copied Apple's design, they were first to market with it. And so they're saying, Apple, if you come out with an iPhone that looks like this, we will sue you for infringement. You know, I gotta say, that's freaking awesome. That's like In a, this corner! <laughs> that's utterly Samsung infuriating, though. Notes. Because it's like, it's like, okay, yeah, I know it's kind of comeuppance to, to Apple, but you are basing your phone design as a copy off of stolen hardware. <laughs> you should be going to prison. Well, it is China. True. They don't really like Apple there. Well, considering all their employees commit suicide at their plants there, yeah. <sighs> don't you know it's actually less than the national average, though? You can ask Zoner. <laughs> actually, a better place to work. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that in a little while. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, and Zoner and I kind of had a, a back and forth on this. He he brought up the isn't this kind of what Zynga does? Yeah, but Zynga doesn't actually sue the original. You know, Zynga doesn't sue EA because Zynga stole one of EA's games. Just crowd him out of the market share. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I mean, this is kind of brilliant marketing, but it's a really desperate ploy, I think. It's going to be interesting to see how the lawyers rip this one apart. Well, chances are good that the uh, the people making the Goog phone can't afford lawyers, so... Well, chances are also good that this is freaking China and nobody over there is going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. That's true, too. Yeah. You know so. how the French hate American companies? The Chinese don't care, but they really love Chinese companies. But they love ripping off the American companies. Yes. <laughs> Okay, um, into Facebook news. Wait, again. Wow, we really didn't do a very good job of grouping these. So, Facebook stock has been on a downward spiral um, <laughs> since they launched. Yeah, and, and actually, and this is separate from the headline, I actually read an article from the New York Times that pointed out that it's absolutely fine that it's like this. The CFO, who's in charge of Facebook stock, isn't his job isn't out there to make you money buying the stocks. It's to make his company money. And in this process, they have raised $58 billion. Which, in that respect, he's done a very good job. Sounds to me like a good day at work. Yeah, he's done an excellent job of taking the stock they own and selling it and getting people out of some money for it and then selling it again and getting more people out of money. If you buy the stock, it's your fault you lost the money, not Facebook's. Well, Mark Zuckerberg has committed not to sell, and I didn't catch for how long. I don't know if you guys have read this. So I don't know how long he's committed to not sell, but he's not selling any more stock. So what's in the market is in the market, and already we're starting to see the price rebound. Yeah, it it went up, what, like 4% or something on Wednesday? Mm Mm-hmm. so I mean, yeah, it was it was up four percent after he said he won't shell off any shares for at least a year. So um, yeah, I guess on Tuesday it closed below eighteen dollars, which you know it was it was what forty nine at the IPO, something yeah. like that. It was close to. So I mean that that's quite a hit that that the company has taken in value according to their stock stock price, and so but, to see yeah, it come back up. On the flip side, yeah, it's a it's a it's a hit to the company value as far as stocks go, but it's sudden. It's a very sudden influx of money into the war chest. 
Yes. And re- remember, before that, the company was only worth something on paper. They didn't actually have money. <laughs> and yeah, they were internet dollars. Now they have a good chunk of change. Yeah, They just converted their WoW gold to real gold. Your gold, <laughs> actually. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Facebook just griefed you. <laughs> griefed by Facebook. Is There's that no like title? button on that one. <laughs> okay, um, into the phone launches. Paul! Uh, <laughs> Nokia launched their new Lumias, the 920 and the 820. These are Windows Phone 8 devices. Like so are you, you picking one up? Um, I would like to, yes. Uh, the 920 is gorgeous. It has their pure-view camera and their true HD whatever screen that is utterly gorgeous. Um, however, and I'm going to get into this later here as well with Motorola's, I think we've been spoiled by Apple. Because even though Apple's products have now started to fall by the wayside, and I might get some hate from Apple fans We talked that, about this last week, people. Yeah, but when you watch an Apple keynote, it is two hours long, if that. At maximum, never more. And we start one thing, we introduce a new thing, we introduce a new thing, we explain some of its features, we introduce a new thing, and by the way, it'll be available starting today. These are the prices, these are the carriers it's going to be on. Okay, now we're going to introduce something else. And here's some features, and we're going to bring this person in to talk about some more features, and this will be available in a month. But it's available to developers now, right? Okay, so you get... Here's what it is, here's when it's available, here's how much it's cost, and here's who can have it. Nokia's event, they released two awesome phones. Don't say a thing about when we're going to see them, what carriers they're going to be on, or even how much they cost. So, um... Yeah, that... I, I hate that. Yeah, so, good job there, Nokia. Um, then, like, hours later, Google had, uh, sorry, Motorola had a press conference to release their new phones. And I see Schmitty here is editing the the, uh, the show notes. They had a band playing. Now, I, I'm convinced Google does not know how to do keynotes because they keep trying to perform like they're a really hip, cool company when in reality, you know, they're a tech company and the only people who are going to be there are tech journalists. They had an opening band named Ken. Were they dolls? No, yeah. not K-E-N. K-I-N. So, oh. imagine how confused all the tech journalists are when they announce over the head, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to present you the Kin. Which, by the way, is also the name of that really horribly failed Microsoft phone from a year ago. Oh, that's why I was confused. That's why I was editing the document. I'm like, that's not good Google phone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Google is announcing the Kin. And and there's all these tech journalists going, what? No, we saw the Kin. It was a horrible phone. What? What? And no, it turned out to be a horrible band who tried to get all the tech journalists in the room to sing with them. Got news for you. They're tech journalists. They're only there to see the hardware. You could resurrect uh, Freddie Mercury. and They're not going to care. No, I would care. Who's Freddie Mercury? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Tell a slap. Really? So, but Motorola did the same thing Nokia did. Here's our phone. Here's three of them, actually. Aren't these pretty? Okay. 
now we're going to go away. It's like, when are they going to be available? Which carriers? Okay, so going back, the Nokia one has uh, new PureView cameras. They say they're going to be the best cameras on any smartphone. Uh, they have image st- stabilization. They have an aperture setting of f2. Their f-stop is open at 2, meaning they can pull in much more light, so they don't have to have the shutter open as much. Really, really good. The Motorola ones are the new Razer line. And Razer's always been good. Yes, but I'm worried about them. I've also heard some bad things about Razer's too, but we're not going to get into that now. Yeah, I well, hate it when I get cut by mine. Yeah. <laughs> then you're holding a rock. <laughs> but um, That's these, the Apple excuse there. But these Razer's, <laughs> they're like, okay, well, these are the tech demos, these are the tech units, and, and these have Jelly Bean, but it won't launch with Jelly Bean. It's going to launch with Ice Cream Sandwich. It, it, it'll get Jelly Bean later on. It, Motorola is... is uh, very notorious for doing that. The My, thing is, is Motorola is owned by Google. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that the interesting thing about that, though, is Motorola is actually going to give a hundred dollar credit to customers who actually buy one of these. Well, okay. To no. make up for the fact that they're getting screwed out of Jelly Bean from the get go. It's like, why not just load it with Jelly Bean? You're freaking are Google. It's not like it's going to cost you anything. Well, yeah, Google still wants to stick to the the Moto Blur, and and uh, so taking Jelly Bean and, and adapting it to Moto Blur still takes a long time. I don't. I have a wild idea here for you. <laughs> Drop Moto Blur. Everyone I, hates I agree, it. I agree. Everyone hates it, Motorola. This is why your stock fell so low that you got bought. I will bet that that's the reason. That's the number one reason why it's always they're always late on getting everything out. What's really funny is they are really pushing LTE like no one has it, but everyone has LTE. In fact, I will say this: they did announce that they have a partnership with Verizon. They are going to be on Verizon's LTE network, which, and I'm, and I'm quoting them here, is the number one LTE. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. But for whatever reason, the tech demo they kept it on Wi-Fi. They refused to go to LTE, which was hmm. then a problem then when they tried to pull something over Wi-Fi and it crashed. <laughs> and That's the, awesome. The next, per, next person who came up was the tech rep from Verizon, who then had to clarify, just so we're all clear, they weren't on LTE when that happened. They were on <laughs> Wi-Fi. Um, it will launch with Chrome which they then used to show off that it can open google.com and then they didn't show anything else. All in all, all in all it was a very disappointing launch. Very unorganized. It seemed it seemed like it, everything was out of place and I, my my brain was aching for the presenters. It's just like, no, they could have done it so much better, especially cuz Schmidty here loves Motorola and loves Google. Yes. Well, how much of this, how much did Google actually, like, the Google people, or was it still like Motorola leftovers? You know, that's a good question, and I don't have an answer for it. I didn't recognize any of them, so I'll bet they were all Motorola guys. Because, you know, you watch Google I.O., and that, I mean, those are some slick presentations that they got going on there, skydivers and whatnot this year. (laughs) And Right until they drone on and on and on and on about the Death Star in your living room. (laughs) The Nexus... What was it called? The Q. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it. The Nexus Squid. Oh, that's the name. Okay. The Nexus yeah. Sentinel from the Matrix. Yeah, I'd buy a, I'd, I'd buy a sent, an Android-powered Sentinel. That'd be cool. <laughs> Go hunt mutants. <laughs> I was Go gonna, hunt Apple phones. 
I suddenly had so. the theme from the X-Men run through my head. <laughs> okay, so uh, very, very interesting. Next week we have Apple's announcement. Uh, people are saying, again, it's going to be the iPhone 5 um, and iOS 6. And I want to say a couple days after that is HTC's announcement. People are expecting it to be Windows phones, but they may throw a curveball at us and be announcing Jelly Bean phones. Yeah. All in all, and I've said this before, if you plan on buying a phone, wait. Wait a few months. Well, you know, with HTC's announcement, they could announce Jelly Bean phones all day long, but if they're on Verizon's network, they'll never see the light of day. Yeah, Verizon's notoriously bad for getting those updates out. We were supposed to have, on The Incredible 2, we were supposed to have Ice Cream Sandwich by the end of August. Yeah, we still mm-hmm. don't have Ice Cream Sandwich, officially. My Resound was supposed to have a Ice Cream Sandwich by the end of February. They only pushed out the update to Ice Cream Sandwich after they actually dropped support for the phone. That was just a few weeks ago that they did that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they they finally gave it ice cream sandwich after officially dropping all support because it was now outdated compared to their other phone models. And that's what they do. They hold the updates back from you, forcing you to buy the nicer, newer phones, and then they finally give you the update. Yeah, it's kind of a douchey way to do business. Way to go, Verizon. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> True story, bro. <laughs> Okay, uh, Zonar, I think you need to handle this next one because I didn't read it. You didn't? Oh, my browser just decided to do funny stuff with me. Um, Okay, the the, the 4chan one, is that? Yeah. Okay, so 4chan, um, we all know how awesome 4chan is at hijacking things on the internet, such as the Name the Mountain Dew flavor... um, a lot of stuff we couldn't say on the show because we try and stay family friendly. Um, they eventually had to cancel that. Well, 4chan has done it again. Taylor Swift, the country superstar, actually tweeted out and has this concert or this contest going on where a school that gets the most votes will get so many thousands of dollars and. Um, a concert by Taylor Swift. So, you know, my seven-year-old would love that. She was excited at the idea of that. But, you know, you can't compete against 4chan on the Internet. So um, 4chan gets wind of this, and they start placing votes for the Horace Mann School for the Deaf. So, oh my, they didn't. They did. And so the Horace Mann School for the Deaf won a concert from Taylor Swift. Jeez. And, <laughs> you know, you kind of feel like a jerk laughing at this. Um, I'm sure they were. But it's absolutely hilarious to me. But, you know, there there is some people that are out there saying, well, you know, a lot of the people at this school aren't 100% deaf so they can enjoy the concert on some level and you know it's it's looking like it could turn into a huge PR win for Taylor Swift to go and do this but it just goes to show you really can't put crap like this out on the internet and expect it to go the way that you expect it to go because you got these groups like 4chan that are just going to completely hijack it and 
and do so awesomely, I gotta say, because I just cracked up when I when I read this story. Totally. Oh, um, one announcement I forgot. I didn't put it in the show notes. It was just today, actually. Amazon did announce their new tablets. They yes. have their new Kindle, um, which looks awesome. Uh, it has a, a very special e-ink backlit light. Uh, $169, I believe. Looks gorgeous. And they also announced their new Kindle Fire HD, which you should not buy. Because the Nexus 7 exists. Yes. Yes. Kindle Fire shouldn't even be part of your uh, vocabulary since <laughs> the Nexus. Yeah. Same it, price, it, ten times as bad. Yeah. It, I mean, truly, there's, there's really no reason behind it. So, uh... Go Amazon. Okay, uh, so <laughs> we've talked about things like this happening before. This one is particularly funny, uh, and this isn't a political attack or whatnot. Um, Michelle Obama, the first lady, uh, spoke at the DNC in support of her husband, obviously. I personally really like the first lady. I think she's a really awesome first lady to have. And from what I understand, I didn't catch it, but from what I understand, she had a really good speech. Now, YouTube is an official sponsor of the Democratic Party. And they had put up the video of her speech, which was then immediately blocked by a DMCA takedown notice from the DMC, DNC, not not DMC, not Run DMC. Um, Reverend Run just couldn't stand. Block this way. Okay, but so. I guess a lot of these different conventions and entities and companies have preemptive DMCAs in place that if anything starts to look familiar or do these sorts of things, they are automatically blocked. So So it's a preemptive strike. Yes, Michelle Obama was preemptively blocked because her, her speech too closely resembled that of First Lady Michelle Obama. (laughs) <laughs> How dare she? I, I don't even know where the punchline begins on that one. It's like so meta. Well, you know, if I I've got different links to video links to different videos of President Obama um, giving the same speech four years later. So you know, maybe that's kind of what. It, maybe she had already given the speech before. I. You know what's really odd is the hey, fact they that it's recycle, so... okay? Again, there we go into the politics. Sorry. But, <laughs> but it, it is kind of odd, though, that it should only happen to that one. Well, I, I say it should only happen, but then we get news that um, the Hugo Awards, the Sci-Fi Awards, were also being um, done by Ustream. This wasn't even YouTube. This was Ustream. And the same thing happened. You know when you're watching an award show, uh, say the Academy Awards, they're like, um, and this person has been nominated... And it shows a short clip of the scene for which they've been nominated for. And this person, and it shows a short clip of them. And this person, and this one. And the award goes to, well, this was happening on the Hugos. And those little clips they were showing got flagged by DMCA. And the Hugo Awards were blocked. Oh, yeah. Wow. Now, obviously, award shows, and I would think the First Lady, have are, are authorized to use this content, especially when it's your own freaking speech. But it kind of shines a massive light on the problem of these D- 
DMCA's and how little oversight there is to them. And the very fact that it seems like a macro was assigned to do this. <laughs> well, I mean, there's so much content out there. You can't... I, I know that Google has, like, temps filtering crap as much as possible, and I actually read an article about how that's like the worst job in the world because you have to go through and find all the most horrible things of the internet on YouTube and yeah, and get them taken down. But um, you know, you you stop and think about how many millions of hours of video get uploaded, you know, every hour, and to go through and have to filter all that—that's just a freaking nightmare man mm-hmm. yeah um, it's bad and uh, so I, I can understand why it's why they why they automate it but you're exactly right it's it's a serious issue if your speech is getting flagged as violating copyright I mean that's that's a big deal there if you ask me very much so so, um, into hacking news. Our hacking section. Our hacking section. Yeah, Schmidt actually wants to, uh, to to create a little hacking segment on the show. If I think so. We have so. <laughs> would it need its own theme song or something? We have, we have hacking news every week. It seems like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we usually have rim news too. We don't want a rim section. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Never, never say that again. We we shall never speak of this again. I feel dirty. (laughs) If you think he should have a hacking section, you should write us at feedback at StolenDroids.com because all of you failed us this week and we didn't get any feedback. You have forsaken us. I feel hurt. I'm going to cry now. We need our ego stoked. (laughs) Again, not something Ask we should ever say again. Ask any question. Okay, so anyway, um, hackers have released one million UDIDs of Apple devices. Uh, the UDID is your universal identifier. It's used on anything that connects to a cellular network. They say that an FBI laptop was recovered, and on that laptop's hard drive were 12 million UDIDs that Apple had given the FBI. And here's one million of them. And they appear to be valid. But here's where it turns weird. Apple has flat out said, we never gave UDIDs to the FBI. And the FBI is saying, um, one, we didn't lose a laptop, and two, we don't have that information either. Yeah, that's, that's what's interesting, is that the FBI is saying no. Now, Apple has come back and said, yeah, those are, those are valid, UDIDs, but they didn't get them from us. And the FBI is like, they're not getting them from us because we haven't lost anything and we didn't have it to begin with. So where'd they come from? Who knows? But they're, they're trolling. Buy. I, 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 I guess Best Buy. I would actually have to say that it's probably an insider who's who's concocted this story to cover their tracks. It's a red herring? I, I know. I would imagine it's someone... Well, yeah, maybe a red herring, but I imagine it's someone who actually works at either a carrier or within Apple. Well, let me ask you this. What are the odds that somebody actually just figured out the algorithm that it's they not used hard, to create them? Because it's not hard, no one really cares. They can't actually do anything. Not unless you create 
the device that is associated with that UDID. Well, yeah, I, it's if your UDID was uh, compromised, don't worry about it. They can't do anything. So, yeah. You you know I've actually been dealing with UDIDs a lot this week at my job, um, doing Sorry. beta testing and whatnot. And the UDID, you know, they they can actually like on they can like block you from accessing certain stuff and whatnot. So it's not completely harmless, but you know it's it's not as big of a deal as some people might think. But it's not completely benign either. So. But it's it's not like they can steal all your music or find your personal information or anything like that. True. So. True. Yeah. In more malicious hacking news, a Bitcoin uh, vendor was hacked, costing uh, upwards around a quarter million dollars in Bitcoins. Now, Bitcoins is something we haven't actually talked about on this show, I don't think. I think have we've we? touched it a couple times. I remember... Talking what, about okay, it maybe a year ago. Schmitty, what is a Bitcoin? <laughs> well, Bitcoin is uh, it's an online currency. That um, it, it's completely separate from any other currency we have out there. The dollar, the euro, it's completely separate, um, and the transactions are completely untraceable. You uh, uh, so a lot of uh, shady people use them. There's a lot of drug and weapon. Uh, purchases going on with them, but there's also a lot of reputable sites using Bitcoin as well. Um, So it's really hard for someone to hack and get a Bitcoin, except for when you're stealing unencrypted wallet keys Oops, from their backup, (laughs) which is not encrypted. For some reason, they didn't encrypt their backups. I guess they... I don't know the security logistics behind it didn't make sense I guess but uh, in in reality all the, the the wallet keys are always encrypted that way you can't you can't use a bitcoin without a wallet key so and a hacker got in got those backups and was able to steal 24,000 bitcoins so now, I saw something today, and I, I didn't get a chance to read the article, but it said something about Bitcoin's value going up because somebody demanded ransom in Bitcoin. Is this related at all, or is that a separate story? Do you guys know? That's a separate story. I haven't heard of that. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess somebody demanded ransom to be paid out in Bitcoin. So, huh. I, I don't I don't know the details. I, I was busy and didn't get a chance to read the article, but... <laughs> Wish you like try and order food with bitcoins or something see what happens there's there's a whole world out there that that accepts bitcoins or you know you can you can do a lot with bitcoin and there's very little exchange sites this is this is one of maybe a couple dozen mm-hmm. of exchange sites and they're considering shutting their doors now so yeah kind of what does it mean for all the other exchange servers and We'll see. Time will tell. Time will. Okay. Um, into really far departure here. Word has come out that Lady Gaga, she who must not be named, um, has a new album coming out. No! Oh, normally, I wouldn't give, you know, two craps about this. But without Lady Gaga, we wouldn't have performed this way. So. Oh, that's true. He would have been brilliant some other way. Um, <laughs> but... 
this new album isn't an album in a typical way. It's an iOS app. Now, the reason behind this is because, you know, how many people have iPad, iPod touches, iPads, iPhones, right? So it'll you open the app, it'll still play music the way any normal album would, but it'll also give you access to a lot of video features, pictures, inside information. Kind of cool if you think about it, right? And it just kind of struck me as an interesting way to kind of continue. I don't know if you guys remember, I mean, and I'm saying you guys again, radio listeners, back in the day, we used to have enhanced CDs. I, I know I had one from The Urge, I had one from Bare Naked Ladies, I, I had one, I had a bunch of them actually, Corking the Juice Pigs had one, but you take the CD and there's music on it, but then you put it into your computer CD-ROM and it had videos and it had games and it had concert information and it had tour dates and it had pictures of the band and and it was awesome. And then they went away because the internet came around. Do you guys remember that? Or uh, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm hearing crickets. Yeah, I, 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 well, I, I was just waiting for you to finish your thought. I, I remember buying Weird Al, one of Weird Al's uh, CDs, and, and, and on it, the second half or the other half, or the other side of it, was an actual DVD where you can throw stuff in, and you already had videos and stuff ready to go. Yeah, Straight out of Linwood. Yeah, um, and and. Bare Naked Ladies had a. They had three albums. They had R Me, R Men, and R USB. And the USB one was a USB stick with the albums on it and a whole bunch of extra stuff. So this is, you know, I got to give props where props are due. This is kind of a really inventive idea. I don't know what they're going to do for Android listeners. Um, maybe Android list, Android users don't listen to Lady Gaga. It's possible. I we do. <laughs> but wow, uh, really, really volunteered that information, didn't you? Um, it's I, true. He I'd, does. I'd like to point out I didn't ask, but <laughs> but it is kind of an interesting idea. I think it's kind of cool, and I think yeah. if more people, I mean, if more people had uh, more bands had that kind of idea, it would be pretty awesome, actually. Is this? Are, are we seeing the future here of? Of music distribution is you know, this possibly? I mean, we we've talked about you know people will pay the money they won't pirate if you give them more value if you give them more accessibility, right? Yeah. It's like okay, so let's say that this is your favorite band in the world, not Lady Gaga. This is your very favorite band in the world, and you either have the chance of pirating and getting the music for free, or you know paying five bucks for an app that gives you the the music anyway and gives you videos, and gives you all this other stuff that you only get through the app. I think it's kind of genius. No, I, I really do. And, you know, as much as it pains me to say this, it really doesn't surprise me that this is coming from Lady Gaga, because she is, I mean, she is fairly involved in, in technology. Um, She's insane, but she really does have her finger on the pulse. She she really does, and she you know, with with the way that she views technology, I I think that it's very natural for her to do this. It's not natural for her to to wear meat to an awards show, but but this isn't isn't kind of a natural natural step I think in and sort of pioneering what we could very well see as the next step 
in the music industry. But yeah. King Except, Bruce you know, Willis. music industry will will find some reason to blame pirates for something. So they they're gonna Bruce fight Willis it, pass it on to his to his to his heirs. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah that's, that's a good true. question. Good Can point. you pass on a on a um, app? Well, and I'm sure that there's gonna be some kind of uh, thing put in there where. The music. Even if you decide to uninstall the app, you still get the music. I would hope. Uh, yeah, one would hope. But it'll be interesting to see what other bands start coming out with different things like this. And I actually really look forward to it because I think it's pretty cool. Um, into Star Wars news. We actually got this from our friends over at Krypton Radio. They had this as a headline. Turns out um, there was a Star Wars convention in Southern Florida, and a local news station went out there and took pictures and were reporting on it and whoever it was that was reporting uploaded the pictures to their Facebook site and put in some not so happy captions trying to be witty and really getting kind of racist and insulting towards geeks towards old people towards blacks towards pretty much everyone you know keeping it classy florida well, evidently, they kind of underestimated how many Star Wars geeks there were in the world because their Facebook page was immediately inundated with complaints. As well as should have been. So they simply removed the link to the slideshow, but it was still up. And they got even more complaints. <laughs> so they took the slideshow down, and they issued kind of a, uh, a half-hearted apology and they got inundated even more. <laughs> yeah, it turns out you don't want to piss off Star Wars fans. I just checked it before we started recording. A new, um, an update on their Facebook page did happen. The author who did all those captions pointed out that he's like, I'm really sorry. I'm a Star Wars fan myself. I tried to inject some humor into it. Obviously, it fell very flat. It was inappropriate. I'm so sorry. I really didn't mean to do that. My apologies, especially to the 501st Legion and the Rebel Legion. You know, you, a lot of the pictures were of, of Vader's 501st, and the 501st is a national uh, fraternity. International. Yeah, it's an international almost fraternity of cosplayers. They usually dress up as the bad guys, but they're always involved in different charities, and they donate lots of times and millions of dollars, and a lot of them were in these pictures. And so he's like, I, I really want to apologize to the 501st. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I mean nothing but respect. I thought it would be funny, and I'm so, so sorry. So they did finally make good on it, but it took them many hours. and Many uh, beatings. Yeah, and uh, evidently uh, they, they probably crashed their Facebook page in the process. When the 501st was in the Rose Bowl parade about four-some-odd years ago... One of the television announcers had made a joke about, uh, you know, all these people will be marching back into their parents' bedroom when they're done marching here in the par- or their parents' basement when they're done marching in the uh, in the parade. Apparently, even Lucas called them out on it yeah. and said, uh, "Hey, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, not cool." Um, yeah, besides, it was nice geeks, to have. We now outnumber you guys. <laughs> It was nice for George Lucas to actually have Star Wars fans' backs for once instead of trying to... Calm. 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 <laughs> Go to your happy place, Stoner. Go to I your can, happy place. I can just hear him starting to hulk out. <laughs> oh, my my rage. I, I actually just kind of had to censor myself. Yeah. 
Family what, show. Want to know his secret? He's always angry. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Fa- Farmville 2. Yes. The apocalypse like is nigh. Well, Zynga has kind of been taking a beating with their stock prices as well lately. They've lost a lot of users. I think people are just sick of having to post that they found a cow on their Make it sound so nonchalant. (laughs) But, you know, Zynga's not doing very well. And then they come out with Farmville 2, which, you know, has got to be better than Farmville 1 because there's a 2 after it. Right, totally. I know anything that I do that ends with a number 2 is always better. (laughs) <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's two weeks in a row I've nah. made two jokes. Moving on. Um, into more EA news, since technically Zynga is now part of EA. No, wait, did the did the acquisition actually go through? No. No, it didn't. EA was suing them. Well, for a while there, they were actually looking at taking over them. No, I, I think that Zynga is still its own entity, and it's failing hard, so it may be EA soon, but... Yeah, anyway, uh, the president of EA Labels um, put out a notice, and I'll, I'll read this word for word, so quote, We are very proud of the way EA evolved with consumers. I have not greenlit one game to be developed as a single-player experience. Today, all of our games include online applications and digital services that will make them live 24-7, 365, end quote. That's not something to be bragging about. <laughs> they hate the single player. They, they really do. And, you know, with games like SimCity, you don't need to be online to play, yet you're going to have to be online to play. Yeah. So what he's saying is, well, I haven't greenlit one game that you can play by yourself completely offline. Because screw you. (laughs) So stupid. Yay! Good job there, EA. Um, Is it any wonder why people hate EA? Mm. Now here's a blast from our past: the Wonder Woman TV show, the one that we uh, we ragged on. Shiny pants, shiny pants, weird boots. The one that we ragged on when we first launched the podcast turns out that uh, another network is trying to develop the series. CW. Now, which doesn't surprise us, because it's the CW. Well, and, you know, that that actually kind of makes sense, because they've got a relationship with Warner Brothers. Yeah, and now well, they, they have... Uh, they don't want to just do a Wonder Woman show. They want a Smallville the Wonder Woman show. So it's not yeah. going to be Wonder Woman. It's going to be Diana growing up, and I guess discovering all of her powers. So she'll be a teenager so, for the next ten years? I, I, I just hope angsty. it's not... Then she I, grow up in the Amazon? Yeah, I'm gonna say, I, I hope it's not angsty, because that's part of the reason I didn't watch Smallville at the beginning. And then when it got to the end, when everybody went, oh, it's so good, I was so far behind, I could, I could never even think of catching up. And now I will admit that the picture that they have right here on the front of the article, if I had seen more pictures like that, I probably would have been more excited for the Wonder Woman show. Well, no. Well, you know, Wonder Woman is actually from Themyscira, so I yeah, mean from, from it, Paradise an Island. island with no, an island with no men on it, and so, I mean, a lot of lesbian undertones going to be played here. I, it is the CW, I mean. <laughs> Unless her hands are bound <laughs> by man, remember that. 
That's um, true. Wikipedia, yeah. kids. I'm not making that up. The okay. dude that created Wonder Woman, he was a kinky dude, man. Yeah. Uh, we got to keep going here. We got to hurry on. Daniel Craig has signed on to make two more Bond films. Oh, they're releasing the third one this November. I'm looking forward to it. It's called Skyfile. Skyfall. Then, Skyfall. Skyfile. Skyfall. It's like X Files, but better. <laughs> it's like Skyfail. Um, <laughs> and then there's going to be two more after this, so he's going to have a pretty good run. Yay! So, um, this kind of counts as our fast lane. We there's so many headlines. We don't really have time for fast lane, uh, and we've already moved past when uh, the commercials would be. But uh, there is currently out there a Facebook page right now for the computer, more specifically your computer, and it has the timeline all the way filled out, going back to the birth of the computer. It's definitely funny and worth checking out. And finally, uh, some sad news, if you haven't already heard, Michael Clark Duncan, the kingpin, um, he passed away this week. He he was at the age of 54, very young. Um, He uh, had some heart complications. Uh, Yeah, I had a heart attack back in June, I believe, that he never fully recovered from, so very unfortunate. He was hilarious. He like, was a guest just recently on the Craig Ferguson show when they went back to Scotland. Yeah, so I probably, saw that. Yeah, what a lot of people may, may recently remember him from. Yeah, he was uh, He was obviously in, in, he was in the Green Mile. He was in Scorpion King. He was in the whole nine yards. A huge black guy. Turned out to be incredibly funny. Very good actor. Really memorable voice. So, uh, very sad to see that happen and uh, thoughts go out to his friends and family our um, our talking point such as it is this week is actually more of a preview for the fall season of TV shows what to look forward to because there's quite a few items coming out here and uh, what's interesting is that I actually prepped by one of the good things that the, the, the a lot of the networks do now is that they will release their pilots on the internet, and you can go and watch some of the pilots ahead of time. Um, they've also released some of these on on Hulu and Hulu Plus. Go watch the pilot for Revolution. If you like oh, Jericho, yeah. Revolution's almost like a Jericho type of show it's from from what I've seen of the pilot. Now this is so, from Jean Favreau, correct? This is the Is one. NBC gonna completely oh, nice. abuse it and then tell fans to screw off like CBS did? Possibly. I really hope not. <laughs> but it Hopefully does look not. good. It looks really good. So this is now we have to hurry through this, but uh, Revolution is the one where power goes out in the world. Like the entire world. There is no more electricity. Yeah Please basically it, suspend your disbelief because, yes, the Van Allen belts are still there, and there's obviously still natural electricity, but evidently we just don't have it. And it's a couple of years in the future after that, and how society has changed, governments have fallen, warlords yep. have come up, and it's... Just imagine Walking Dead with no zombies and a lot less power. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, we have another one, um, Last Resort... That one I'm looking forward to seeing is basically about a submarine, a, a United States submarine that gets attacked, and so now they're somehow a, a, attacking back, but I don't know all the details yet. There's a conspiracy. They're trying to blame this crew of the submarine for having destroyed all of Afghanistan, um, and really? so they wow. try to attack the submarine. The submarine was able to survive. It sh- finds shelter at a very small island nation, and they claim that island nation as a sovereign land 
as a nuclear-capable sovereign land now, because they have its nuclear submarine, and say, if you come within so close to this island, we will attack. And we and, and they then work to try and figure out what's happened. Um, in other news, Castle has now hit syndication. Sweet. It will oh. now be on TNT, which is kind of cool. There is Very another cool. show that's coming out that I am looking very much forward to, and I don't know if anybody else has actually seen some of the clips for it. Would it happen Era. to be Red Dwarf X? <laughs> that one, I, I, I would love to see the clips for. I haven't seen the clips for it yet, even though I understand they have released the episode titles, which give away a lot of spoilers, which is why I haven't read them yet. But no, I'm talking about Arrow. Yes, Arrow oh, is CW. CW's take on Green Arrow. The promos I've seen actually make it look pretty good. I, I'll be watching that one for sure. I, yeah, they, I like they had a, Arrow, though. They had a bunch of clips on, on Hulu Plus, and so I was watching them today. And you know what? It actually looks like they put some thought into this one. So I, I really just hope he has a boxing glove arrow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now, um, American Horror Story is coming back. I don't know if you guys saw season one. Scary as hell. So, um, I did not see it. But they're coming back, and they're doing a really interesting thing here. Um, Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the last season, plug your ears for a couple seconds here. In the last season, it was an entire story arc. It was an entire story all in one season. The family died at the end. Season two, different family, different house, different story. The idea is, is that it's an American horror story. So each season is a new story. Which is really confusing because a lot of the same characters, a lot of the same cast members are coming back <laughs> only as different characters now because it's a different story. It's Very cool. interesting. <laughs> now, speaking of a horror series, they've got 666 Park Avenue coming out, and that one yeah. I'm trying to decide if I want to watch or not. I will probably give it the three, the three episode attempts. Um, I see it going the way of Lost very quickly, and I think we'll be able to tell within six episodes whether or not it's going that way. Um. Mm-hmm. Into speculation news, we reported last week that Joss Whedon has been tasked with bringing S.H.I.E.L.D. to ABC. Here's what's kind of confusing about this. ABC is owned by Disney, the same company that owns Marvel. And the same company which Joss Whedon just made over a billion dollars for. So you'd think ABC would be okay just signing on for like, you know, 12 episodes. No, they are ordering a pilot. That's they, it. they don't want to pull the trigger on it. They don't know if they'll keep it. ABC, just keep it. There's no word yet on casting. People have speculated that Agent Hill would make a very excellent character in there. However, the woman who plays her, uh, Colby Smulders, is still currently on How I Met Your Mother. Is Can't she they, like, just kill her off? Interestingly, <laughs> Jason Siegel is set to leave How I Met Your Mother this season. Oh, man. And if he does that, they don't know if they'll keep the show going. Which wouldn't be bad. I mean, if they know that they're on their way out, they could end it on a good note. You finally learn who, you know, your mother is. That sounded awkward. <laughs> but Colby Smulders can move into this role. Jason Siegel's career is taking off. NPH is never going in. You know, not. he's just fine it wouldn't be a bad way to end. And that show's been going strongly now for a long while. There's plenty of other actresses that could play Agent Hill, so... Mm, maybe. Well, I, I think they're gonna... I think they would do best, though, to try and keep the movie-verse and the TV-verse 
somewhat synced up. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I'm just putting it out there. So uh, those are what we are looking forward to. If there's something you're looking forward to, we want to hear from you. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. Into our favorites, and we have to do this super fast. I uh, came across a uh, YouTube channel called Bad Lip Reading, where people actually read the lips of what's happening in a political debate or in a music video or in a movie. They make their own dialogue based on what they think that person's saying, and then they re edit the clip. This one is Edward and Bella from Twilight, the very first one of the Twilight Saga. It is hilarious listening to how they're talking back and forth about slapping fish to make seafood and stealing Edward's cake and spitting on your brother. Trust me, and you'll understand. I gotta tell you, if the whole movie, or the whole Twilight movies were like that, I could watch them all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Zoner. Okay, my favorite is um, stuff Mac users say. You know, there's... <laughs> you may be tired of this meme, um, <laughs> but this is actually really good. Because, you know, it's all true, and it's funny because it's true. Because Macs never get viruses, and they just work. And, <laughs> oh, Steve Jobs. And, you know, it's just brilliant. Check it out. All right, so my favorite it came from Adam Savage. He actually just tweeted it out today. Uh, he actually has a man cave. In his man cave, he has quite a few different items, and he's doing a video tour of his cave, and he's showing off some of these items. This is an 18-minute video where basically he is trying to faithfully recreate the burn bag from the Born Identity and all of the contents inside of it. What's really cool is the level of detail that he goes into to try to make this as accurate as possible, and he explains how this is a calming uh, hobby for him to go ahead and try to do this, where it's the journey of trying to get this all put together, not the fact that you're actually, you've actually got the item. I actually understood it completely because I felt that exact same journey when I try to basically find Star Trek Minutia and Star Trek Trivia and stuff like that. So watch it. It's actually something that will explain maybe some of the geek tendencies that you see in a lot of different people. Very cool. Um, my favorite is also another uh, bad lip-reading thing uh, following on, on Zook's favorite. Um, but it's uh, a music video. They did a uh, lot of music videos. A very popular music video. Uh, Rebecca Black, uh, her Friday music video, they redid to uh, um, it, it's titled Gang Fight. Uh, it's really hilarious. Makes it makes the music video watchable. Um, Barney, somewhat. Barney. <laughs> <laughs> fight, 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 fight. So yeah, check it out. It's really funny. Um, they didn't alter the, the uh, video in any way. But they did heavily alter the sound. It's awesome. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, that is our show this week. We want to hear from you guys. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. Again, shout out to our sponsors, TrekRadio.net, CryptonRadio.com, OpenBookAudio.com, and Stitcher.com. Until next time, cheers. End of line. One to beam up. Good day. Technologic.